Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freud, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you? Welcome back. Thank you. Yes, it's it's good to be back. The sun is shining. It's gonna, it is. It's a nice, beautiful spring day, so it's a, it's a good day to be back. And I'm telling you that I am certain all of our listeners, after listening to my last podcast, are really glad you're back, because it was... <laughs> It took me five tries just to start it. <laughs> and when I got all done, and it was short, I think it, it might be like 13, 14 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim says to me, yeah, um, you got to change the beginning. <laughs> the fly. <laughs> so anyway, so I am really, really glad you're back. That's funny. Because um, I appreciate you, you adding some balance and helping me think through some of these, these topics. So... My post for this morning said this was frightening, Mm -hmm. and it was. So as you think about, you know, what you edited and and, and what I – because you saw it before anybody else. Mm -hmm. What were your initial thoughts? Yeah, you you know, your your post for this week, it did – it surprised me. But then, you know, I think the more we talked about it, maybe it didn't surprise me because we had kind of seen some of this coming for you. Um, we did, and you know, for those of you who haven't read read the post yet, um, David is sharing about his um, reflections from the month of April, and there were there were some takeaways um, from your first quarter reflection that kind of propelled you uh, to change the way you reflect. But but your reflections were kind of scary for the month. They were. So share yeah. a little bit about that. So. You know, as we ended the first, when my first quarter reflections revealed that I wasn't doing a good enough job reflecting, mm-hmm. that I had kind of pencil whipped some of that, and I was just kind of rushing through the month or the, the, the year, so to speak. And so I committed to our listeners that I would do a better job reflecting, and I would be doing it, you know, daily again, and I would be looking at it weekly, and I would be wrapping, and I actually had scheduled uh, for the last, I forgot what date this was. So I guess it would have been, yeah, it would have been the 29th of April, if I'm not mistaken. I had scheduled that as a reflection day, so to speak, to look over the month of April. And when I reflected, I found very few learnings and almost no positives. Mm-hmm. And when I'm looking at it on a daily basis, I didn't catch it. Mm-hmm. And even looking, even when I looked like the first couple weeks, I didn't catch it. But when I looked at the whole month, if I, when I looked at the four weeks in a row, it was scary. Mm-hmm. Because all of my reflections seemed to be dealing with negatives. So for, for a refresher, your questions are, what, what went well? What didn't go well? What did I learn? What will I change, change? And what was the highlight of my day? So my, my first question for you is, what did you find you were writing for the what went well and for the highlight of your day? So sometimes it was a question mark. Really? Like literally question mark. Now that's not necessarily mm-hmm. unusual. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was okay. I had a good coaching session today mm-hmm. with one of my clients. Um, my class went well. So work related. Mm-hmm. Work related. Yeah. All work. Re- 
and and um for for instance here's so i i had to go to a conference in colorado springs which colorado springs is a beautiful place to go to um the place where i had the where i was having this conference it was a, a meeting there's 20 some of us attend this meeting i think about 18 of us were in the room the rest were virtual i mean the 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 place actually overlooks pike's peak like you can see pike's peak out the window of the building it's like so it is an amazing place um i had no positives from that i had only issues it was a challenging meeting um i focused on the fact that my flight i was taking a red eye home the red eye was going to take me from Denver to JFK, from JFK back to Syracuse. Um, the, so I focused on the fact that the last Saturday afternoon, when I get this note from JetBlue that your flight's canceled from, from JFK to Syracuse, I focused on that. Mm-hmm. I didn't focus on the fact that I was able to rebook within 30 minutes on a Delta flight. I didn't focus on the fact that I got probably the last seat on that plane and the only difference was instead of the flight arriving in Syracuse at 1040, it arrived at one something. Mm-hmm. That was a positive. That was a, that was, should have been this, you know, shouted from the rooftops type of thing that hallelujah, I got my flight home. Right. An but opportunity for home. gratitude there. <laughs> An opportunity for yeah. gratitude that was missed. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was when I kind of like, wow, what is going on? I had, you know, um, there were... So we had Easter, mm-hmm. love Easter. You know, we had a, we had an amazing brunch uh, Easter morning at our church, which was amazing. Um, yeah, and I just like those things that didn't show up in my reflections at all, mm-hmm. which told me that I was in a really bad downward spiral. Mm-hmm. And you do your correct me if I'm wrong. You do your um, reflections the next morning, right? Because you're more of a I do a morning person. So. Yes. You were and you were also starting your day, questioning you know what went well yesterday. I don't know, or the hi, you know the highlight of your day being really something more of a a work achievement than something that yeah. was really um, mattered most to you or really brought you right, joy. Right. And so you're starting all of your days. You kind of got in this web. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And and so the good news is. I could you imagine if I waited a quarter to right. review all this? Mm-hmm. That's what really told me. Oh my goodness! Don't just do quarterly. Don't just do daily, weekly. Focus once a month on really looking at your because you can't even catch it necessarily in a week mm-hmm. because you could just have a week. Okay, it's a week. You know, I have good weeks. I have bad weeks. That's called life, right? Mm-hmm. It rains. You know, we get sick. Um, those things happen, right? But when you start looking, when you start comparing week after week, and if you can look at it in a month window and say, this is really bad. And, and so somebody would say, well, wait, how was, how were revenues for training? Amazing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy. You know, book classes. I mean, you know, you see it, you mm-hmm. folks are, you know, we do have a new training coordinator, Kelly Highland, I'm so glad that she's joined us. You're probably more glad even than I am because yes. she can offload. She can take things that you took on that aren't part of your job. Mm-hmm. But you saw how good everything was going work-wise. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, um, generally speaking, I think the feedback in my classes was positive. Mm-hmm. My coaching clients seem to be 
positive. But if this continues, everything else, if, if I continued in this downward spiral, everything else would begin to suffer. Mm-hmm. And where it first started suffering was at home. Mm-hmm. You know, where Ed Milet had this statement at Live to Lead, where he said he was, he was having a meeting with Tony Robbins. And Tony Robbins said, you know, hey, Ed, are you happy? And he said, yeah. He goes, why don't you tell your face? Because mm-hmm. your face does it. Well, you know, when family members have to, in a joking but maybe not so joking way, say, hey, maybe you need to tell your face. Mm-hmm. That's when you realize that there's something really wrong and you got to fix it. And the other thing that was scary for me was, you know, not just was I focusing on all the negatives, but I wasn't finding the learnings. I wasn't discovering a lot of new teachings points. And over time, that absolutely would affect my ability to generate content. So, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> so, here's what we're going to do. Um, the first thing I remembered was um, a book that I must have given to somebody because I went to grab it on my bookcase and it's not there, but The Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor. Mm-hmm. And Sean comes up with seven things. Seven ta- I got seven takeaways from, from that book. Um, and again, I wish I, had, I knew where my book was because I had a bunch of notes in the book. So if one of our listeners, if I happen to loan you the book, let me know. I'll buy you one, but I'd love to get my notes <laughs> back. But um, the first one, first takeaway is, you know, focus on the positives. And, and what Sean is talking about there was make sure you're growing in what you do best. So for me, it was like, okay. Um, and this, this was something that had you been able to join us on our last podcast, I, I touched on. But I listened to another podcast where, um, where Don Yeager was talking to someone and the guy made the, asked the question, what are the two things that you do better than anybody else? Now, focus only on those two things and get better on those two things. And that's going to dramatically improve or increase your your effectiveness. So again, focusing on not positives in terms of, ha, this was a great thing, but how do I grow in what I do best? How can I get better at what I do best? Mm -hmm. Um, I love this one. Number two, happiness comes before success. Mm -hmm. So if we think about that, if I would have stayed on the path I was in April, I wouldn't have success anymore. Right. You had kind of flipped your priority. You know, like you yes. said, that, that work, things were going great. Revenues were great. Classes were running. They were full. But it wasn't sustainable. It wasn't sustainable. And I wasn't focusing on, you know, my nine, soon to be 10 grandkids mm-hmm. that are just adorable beyond measure, you know, and doing so many fun things. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't focusing on the fact that, you know, my son and daughter-in-law's house outside of Skinny Atlas is really getting close to being a place where they can move in and it's going to be so exciting. And, and you know, they, they actually found um, there was a, a den where there were some foxes. And mm-hmm. when I was there last Saturday, I walked out and these like three or four baby foxes playing around, just adorable little things. Those are things that I should be focusing on saying what a privilege to see them because most of the time we don't Mm -hmm. so the way you uh happiness comes before success the the note that i put here was take control of your thought life just don't let yourself go down those spirals and 
and you just you have to choose. So then it had me thinking, so what's missing in my affirmations that I do every morning? Well, I'm not really thinking about them. I'm just reading them off. Mm-hmm. And I need to get back to thinking about them. Turn negatives into positives. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. So, you know, giving the example of the, of the meeting and the flights being canceled, I should have really focused on, you know how amazing it was that I got onto that probably the last seat on that Delta, because that Delta flight was packed. Mm-hmm. And when I went to, to book my seat, instead of, instead of focusing on how great it was that Expedia allowed me to search all these things and book the flight, I was upset that the wait for JetBlue would have been like 107 minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, I will have a dis- I'll probably have a discussion, I would say a disagreement, a discussion with JetBlue about how they're going to credit me back for the flight I didn't get. And, but it was a win, and, and it was, everything worked flawlessly. It just wasn't what I originally planned. Um, the other things might be, you know, um, if, I get, if we had a big a proposal we made for a very large organization and they went with somebody else, okay, that's fine. What did we learn from that? Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things we learned was we can put some pretty amazing proposals together. You know, and maybe we need to do it a little differently. We need to start a little earlier, whatever. But there are positives, but you have to realize that there is no such thing as a negative if I learn from it. Um, take control and keep control. And, and what I put here was just live with intentionality. Just say, I'm not, you know, this is going to be a great day. And I'm going to find it. I'm going to find the positives. I'm going to find the greatness. I'm going to find the blessings in my day. Um, willpower is not enough. Takeaway number five. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is you have to kind of make it easy to make the right decisions. So one of the, one of the examples he uses in, in um, his book is that he has his jogging shoes right next to his bed. Mm-hmm. And he sleeps in gym shorts. So when he gets out of bed in the morning, he slides into the jogging shoes and he goes for a run. So how can I make it easier to do some of those things? Don't have all my answers on that one yet. <laughs> um, number, takeaway number six, social support is mandatory. And this was the key. Don't go it alone. You know, I need, I need to ask myself, why was I not listening to you and my family? Mm-hmm. What? And I don't have the answer right, yet, right now. But the other thing I need to do is I need to give permission to people like you and my family to say, no, stop. Listen to what we're saying. Don't go to where you were before. So I'm giving you permission to do that. <laughs> In front of everyone. In front of everybody. Yeah, just call me out mm-hmm. and say, hey. Now, this was, this was interesting. Um, somebody actually said, called, reminded me of something that I committed to on the podcast. Oh, wow. Uh, so, so have you added any trainings between now and June 30th? Mm-hmm. And I said, nope, because mm-hmm. I promised I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe part of it is just you know accountability to our listeners that – when we get to the end of May, I'm going to have to report back. Say, how did you do? Was I able to turn it around? I love seven. Happiness spreads happiness. Mm-hmm. 
own the fact that you are responsible for spreading happiness. So how do we spread happiness? Hmm. I think there are a variety of ways. I think gratitude plays into that. Yep. Um, you know, think about, think about the interactions that you have with people and, yeah. and put some intention behind them. And it's not always about being right and who's right and who's wrong. Yep. It's just like, I, I, I listened to something the other day and I'm sure I'm not going to say this as eloquently, but you know, especially when, um, maybe others do or say something that, that hurts us. Um, oftentimes they don't really care and we Mm, end up carrying that pain around with us. Um, but what, what's, what's the point? It's if they don't care about, about you or the relationship, then, then let that go. Let them be the ones to carry that feeling, not, not yourself. And when you can, release things like that i think there's a lot more space for just feeling happy or joyful and caring and caring with that with you throughout your day so you know you're you're in line somewhere uh you know hold the door for someone or right say thank you to people smile like doing things like that it makes it a habit right it makes it it's a consistent way to live and by doing that i think others carry that with them instead of the oh that person in line like didn't hold the door for me or whatever you know they they're carrying the happiness yeah you know i i as you were saying as you were sharing that i was thinking about um in march when i went to orlando for some maxwell training um of course, I'm in this super positive environment, and I'm, it's super positive as I'm going there, and I'm just really looking forward to it. And I remember the way that I was um, interacting with TSA people. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thanking them. I was smiling. I was saying, hey, I hope you have a great day. And they, their eyes lit up. Yeah. Now, I can't imagine what the poor TSA people were thinking when I came back from Colorado Springs. They're probably like, man, I sure hope this guy just keeps moving because he is not who I want to be interacting mm-hmm. right now. It's funny. I think about that when I travel a lot, too. I was recently traveling alone, and it was super early in the morning, and I'm in the TSA line. It's long. People are annoyed because they let a flight yep. crew budge the line, which is totally understandable. And sure. um I, you know, I could hear my husband in the background, you know, in my ear, on my shoulder, right? He wasn't with me, but saying like, don't talk to anyone. Don't talk to anyone. Don't talk to anyone. But I'm like, I can't help it. So I engage yeah. in conversation with people as a way to kind of lighten the mood. And I made, th- sure. I made three new friends before I even got on that plane. And I'm wow. like, you know, if, if I can brighten their day a little bit, why not? That's especially, especially in line at the airport. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there was, I'm thinking of it. There was a song when I was a kid, WSYR radio had a morning DJ. His name, Don Dower was his name. And, and he used to have one of these like hymn of the morning or something he would play. And I remember just one of the lyrics was, you know, um, 
you know, just, uh, I had it for a minute there and then I lost it, but don't go along with hatred's blindness. Mm-hmm. You know, just make the world a happy place. Show a little bit of love and kindness. Don't go along with hatred's blindness. That's the way to make the world a happy place. And it's true. We get the chance to break that cycle that's out there, but we have to be aware of doing it. And man, I lost it in April. Mm -hmm. So take the ownership of saying, no, it's my job to spread some kindness and some happiness. Um, Last night, um, we, we had a Bible study at our church and we had some discussion on what it means to, and I think I have this term right, unqualified kindness, mm. which meant like what you're talking about, not because they deserve it. Right. It didn't have to be earned. It's not earned. Mm-hmm. You're just kind. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow. So we, we talked about that for quite a while and that was really a great, great topic to be talking about. So... Some of it is still, it's, some of it's hard still to make that mental shift. And, and, you know, Oprah was one that always said, keep a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. Just now I was trying and wasn't <laughs> looking for it. So I really need to focus more on that. But then the other one was, I, I had this other note here, focus on appreciating others in your life. Mm-hmm. And and, and, and one of the things that I've been trying to do better at is complimenting others in front of other people. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can just say, wow, this is awesome. Thank you so much for helping me with this or for doing this for me. It shifts my mindset and it shifts theirs. Mm-hmm. And it might shift the groups. And I was, I was also um, reminded of something John Maxwell always said. What we appreciate appreciates, and what we depreciate depreciates. Mm-hmm. So that gets back to, you know, I'm not going to, I can't focus on the negative because there's so many of them. Just right. let it go. Yeah. And I can't change it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I have to say, no, okay, in this day, what is really going well? Mm-hmm. And what really matters, you know, like you mentioned yes. that in your post, really like... Can certain things just be let go? Like, do you have to be right about it and argue with someone? Or can, is it right. just one of those things that you can just move on from? Because not, not for all things. You can't do that for all things, right? Certain things right. really matter and you have to hold lines. But, but other things, um, <coughs> you know, if you really can focus on, on the important stuff and, yep. and then fill in the rest of the space with, with joy and happiness and the things that, that you want that aren't just right. Oh, I was successful at work today because yep. After doing that for a really long time, I think you'll start to feel like it's less and less meaningful. Exactly, exactly, exactly right. One so. of the one of the things that this reminded me of too, which I think I talked about maybe two or three weeks ago, was that little evening routine as you're going to bed and thinking, going on that little treasure yes. hunt of. Yep looking for even the smallest things to be grateful for. Not like, oh, I have yes. an amazing family or I'm so grateful for my home. I mean, yes, be grateful for all, all of those things, but really look at the specific day and say like, you know, for me, it could be the sun was shining. I, yep. my kids got to school on time, which for me is an accomplishment, you know? So like mm-hmm. little things, things that just went well or that you're grateful for and and to travel from the beginning of your day to the end of your day and you're 
as, right. as chronologically as you can and really think about, okay, what in all of those moments just were good today? And exactly. it'll also put you to sleep. So there's yeah. that too. That's awesome. Now, this is a perfect example of why was that? And I remember, now that you said it, I remember you saying it. Mm-hmm. That didn't make it into my reflection for that day. Mm-hmm. But now it will because I wrote it down. Yeah. And I think you'd be surprised hunt. on how many like just little things, you know, went right. Like, yes, I got to Starbucks drive through and there was no one in line in front of me, you know, <laughs> like, right. like really these are silly things, but it just reminds you that like you have so much throughout your day to be grateful for, or that went well. Yes. I got to Delta Sonic and there wasn't a big line. That is an accomplishment. And, <laughs> that happened to me this morning and I was able to just literally drive right in and get my truck washed. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got so many things to really be thankful for. So now I have no idea what I'm writing about next week, but sure something will come something. up. <laughs> I will. So, do you, hey, do you have any exciting plans coming up? Exciting plans coming up. Because um, we have, you know, we're full into spring. We are, and we have a beautiful stretch of weather ahead of us. Yes. Um, I've got some gardening to do. I've got some awesome. outdoor home projects to do, which... um. I used to really look at as a huge burden, but now I've figured out that if I just use like a couple vacation days um, to do it, it actually can be quite enjoyable and very fulfilling to say, hey, I did that myself and to know that my kids are somewhere safe while I'm doing it. So I'm excited about those things. How about you? That's awesome. Well, I'm, you're going to be shocked at this one. I'm probably going to uncover my pool. Mm, Yeah, we've got that coming up too. Because I want to get the solar blanket on it so that yep. I take advantage of the warmer weather to start warming it up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, still working on the deck, rebuilding the old deck that's attached now to a new deck. But there's always chores, mm-hmm. but it's really neat when you get to see it come to fruition. And the good news is I can do those things and I don't have to pay somebody else to do it. <laughs> exactly. So that's why we take the vacation days. <laughs> yeah. To work on our chores. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm Dave Freund. I'm Marissa Norcross. This was the next page.